feeling You show love, but brothers is hating mostly They see me come up, they gun up, they wanna toast me Unless it's a cup of Remy and OJ No way, just let them bark, them dogs bite be prepared for lead showers and bar fights Head cracks for your homies minus the toss dice Tell the waitress need bottles so bring them all night Welcome back to Righteously Ratchet We balance the bullshit Try to listen to me to the shit Bars, I just freestyled that Cause I'm nice Now to the builders, Dr. Bigler um, Meditation teacher, counselor, hip-hop artist Extraordinaire, all that bitch Tox in the building, tox trees Detox the tree land, hit me Mm. In this piece, righteously ratchet. Let's get to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this your boy Freddie C. Off cam. So, what's your love language, and how important are your love languages? All right. So, start there first by listening what the love languages are. Mm. So, I have to look that up real quick. I don't know. I don't even know. So. Uh, officially, the love languages are this five of them, kind of words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So, the That's good to know. I never knew yeah, yeah. And where can people find that at? Google love languages. Bet. <laughs> it's Google, keep it simple. Google love languages. Google love languages. You know, you can find a list somewhere on there. Um, just click on the link. But so the way it's supposed to work basically is we all understand love in these five different ways, but the way that it really speaks to us and means something to us is primarily one of these. Okay. And then Usually, people rock with like two main, like some city, you know. So, yeah. so like if you, you know, Google that, it probably some quizzes will pop up. You know, you can take your quiz, figure out what your love language right. is, you know, and it's gonna give you. All right, well, this one is like forty-five percent. This one is thirty percent. Right. This one is, you know, whatever the remainder that is. Um, but you kind of understand all of them at, at some point anyway. So for me personally, I know acts of service is a big. Um, me doing so much that I'm doing when I run across uh, a woman that wants to help me with what I'm doing, you know, particularly if I don't have to ask, if I'm just like, you know, I gotta go do this or I'm doing that or whatever, or, you know, and she volunteered or anything I can do to help, or, right. you know, or she shows up to the event, you know, not on yeah, yeah, yeah. No but you know, <laughs> you know, happens to come to the event, you know, and helps out while she's there, right. type of thing. Like that shit is fucking sexy to me. You know what I mean? That. Like not yeah. even asking, no. you know, helping, supporting, you know, my goals and my dreams. Right. Those are the only things that I'm putting time and energy sexy into right now. Fuck. You know what I mean? So that means something to me because I I realize love that way, and you know, I feel special. When somebody's doing that, I try to reciprocate that because that's how I understand love. So I try to find out what's a woman's dreams, what the goals are, and all right. that. And I'm trying to figure out right. how I can make that happen. You know, like right. I'm going to do something. You say you want to start a business, but you, you know, you held back by whatever. Mostly fear is holding us back. So you know, you got excuses or whatever this and that, or you want to wait till this happens, the perfect time, whatever your excuses may be. 
you know, but you, you explain your vision, I understand that, so you know, I send you a logo, right. you like, oh damn, you like the logo, right. you know, now it's like, that's the, just plan to see it, just right. step and I'm showing you how easy these things are, you know, to do, let's go ahead and move forward, so okay. I'm trying to do the same thing that I want somebody to do for me, because that's how I understand, right. that's, that's my, yeah, that's my main love language, so because I speak that, I'm trying to give that back the same way, but the, the trick comes into understanding your partner's love language and understanding that y'all might not have the same exact love language. Right. So you can't just try to love them in a way to show, because you gotta show love. It's a relationship right. you gotta work on those. So right. you can't just say you love, you gotta show it. So you can't just be trying to help them with everything and their love language is something completely different. Their love language might be buying them gifts, you right. know, it might be receiving gifts. You're not buying them shit, but you know, you're there at every event they're doing, you know, you're helping them in school, you're helping them with the reports, you're doing all types of stuff that a lot of people won't do. You're supporting them in those ways, and they just want something, you know, whatever the, you know, and there's nothing wrong, whatever language, that's your love language, cool, that's your love language, but the person you're with has to know and understand what your love language is, so when they're trying to express their love to you, they can speak in those languages, right. you know, and we usually express love in the language that we receive it in, but we yes. have to be conscious yeah. of, all right, is this their love language too? Right. Because if it's not, I need to speak at least a little bit, you know, I need to get bilingual, you know, and speak a little bit right. of theirs, at least occasionally, you know, and, and, and with that situation. So my primary one um, is acts of service. Uh, my second one beyond that is quality time. So, and that's, and it doesn't have to be pre-arranged time all the time, because sometimes my schedule is kind of hectic and I might just have spontaneous, right. you know, times pop up right. um, or something scheduled fall through and moves around. And I was like, hey, I got this time I want right. to spend with you. Like that time that I do have available, am I spending it with that person? Is that person spending it with me or looking to spend time? Or it's like, hey, listen, you have some extra time, whatever, hit me if I, you know, because if I happen to be available, I'm going to, you know, spend right. that with you or whatever. Um, so that quality time thing is the next thing that right. we're like, is we, you know, we hanging out. No doubt. And it's like, and, you know, I'm not joining your company. Back to the last podcast, we were talking about dating. Um, and I'm trying to, what we doing on the first day, I'm trying to figure out if I like you. Exactly. You know, so now I like you and I'm spending that time with you, you, you know, so. And what's your third? Um, my third, let me see, I took the quiz a while ago. Um, my third is off the top, I, I would have I to say, yeah, I would have to say my third, I think would be words of affirmation, gotcha. you know, um, particularly for, and I think any entrepreneur kind of needs it anyway, that, right. you know, those words that right. keep you going, you know what I mean? That, right. that motivation that, you know, and that, that true belief, you're not just saying it just to right. cliche and all that. Right. like really like listen I know you can do it like you know I I was fortunate enough that you know at one point run across a woman that saw me you know and helped me realize you know wake up and remember who it was that I am right you know so that helped me believe because she actually believed you know so right. those words uh, particularly when you're coming down the downs in your journey yeah. building your personal brand building your businesses and all that you're gonna have your, your values um, and it's nothing like a woman's belief. That's, that's you know, that's there, you know. So those words of affirmation will be, you know, my, my third. So I try to give those as well. Right. And I think that's another um important question women should be asking on the first date too. Um mental, figure that out from, from jump. But um 
my situation, I never thought I would be in this situation, first and foremost. And what I mean by that is when I was 25, I was on some, and I ain't dating nobody younger than 23. Like, I just can't do that shit, right? But God work in mysterious ways. And a lot of times we got limited perspectives of how the universe works. Um, so my wife is 20, just turned 22. I just turned 38 years old, bro. You know what I mean? And this is a level, and I know people want to think, oh, he's a meditation teacher, he wear onks, he wants some hotel shit, he wants to have a young one. It was never nothing like that. I never had a conscious thought that this would be my reality. But in saying that, a 22-year-old, right? And that's why you gotta go by people's souls and their minds, like you were saying. Um, a 22-year-old uh, has offered me the highest level of love I ever experienced with a woman. And most of the time, I'm with a young woman, older than me. Um, five to 10 years older than me a lot of times. Um, so with that being said, and it's crazy because even with that dichotomy, with that diversity, I say, um, we got a lot in common. Like you said, you need somebody that can ride with you, understand and exchange your wit, your humor. You know what I'm saying? She's 22, but she got an old soul. So she know all the old music, old movies. She get my references, all that shit. And we align business-wise. But with all those similarities, we had to do work to figure out, you know what I mean? And even before I really understood how you just broke it down, we was kind of already doing the work of calibrating our love languages. So we do something that she suggested. We did something maybe a month or two months ago. Um, I desire requirements. Um, and I had never even thought to approach a relationship like that when I had that type of conversation with somebody who was with. But we both wrote out 10 things that I desire to have. I mean, it's not going to make or break, but I would like these things. And 10 things I have to fucking have. She gave me hers and we just sat there and had a dope-ass conversation about it. Um, and we went through a rough patch where, you know, we just had a child. Um, she's coming into, like, you know, the full understanding of what it takes to... Um, be a adult financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, having the work staff degree and now taking care of a child. So we, of course, went through some rough patches. We both spiritual beings too. So spiritual motherfuckers go through a lot more than people think. It's not all roses and daffodils. Um, but that rough patch made us stronger, made us see each other more clearly. And since that, we are in, I think this is day nine, of 30 days of kind of reestablishing why we love each other. So every day we send a text or a message um, reminding us of a memory that like kind of just kind of coalesces our love for each other. So I would say um, at the top of my list, kind of like battling for my top spot is the action. Um, is, is that what I was framed? How you say it again? So we have service. Um, acts of service. Acts of service, service is neck and neck with the words. How you say the words? Uh, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is neck and neck for me. And I realized it. Because that's, that's the thing, when you don't have these conversations, you don't really know what you really want from somebody, right? Mm. You just expect things to just go organically lock into place without conversating, without communicating, without work. And I realized in that conversation, like, you know what? I never thought about it before consciously, but I do want a woman around for me. Even if we're not doing the same things, and we are, she's a massage therapist, I'm a meditation teacher, so we already organically connect on that level. And at 22 years old, she was kind of raised like, with a lot of masculine energy, um, business-wise. So her mind just moves very structured. Mine does too, but I'm a little more floaty. I let things happen organically. She is crossing the T's, dying, and I need that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize how much I needed that until I got that. And then, you know, but because of the surplus of masculine energy, she didn't always have it in her to give me those words. Because she didn't get those. 
she had a lot of issues she had to fight through with um, abuse and things of that nature. So she didn't even have it to give or even notice he needs this, you know what I'm saying? Um, as soon as we had the conversation, not only did she start to honor it, she started to respect the purpose in it and started to open up to wanting to receive it back. Because when you're not getting it, not only do you realize I don't, I, I don't need that, but when you start to get it, you realize, okay, this is why I needed that this whole time. Um, so yeah, right at the top of the list is this act of service, words of affirmation, and third for me, um, as a cancer, and I'm not a, I'm not a, well now I do cry, because I'm in touch with my feminine side and all that, and I'm crying tears of joy lately, like it ain't, I don't cry when I'm stressed out. And before I got to this, this point, I appreciate you my brother, before I got to this point, I never used to cry. One of her friends did a Reiki session on me, and it kind of opened things up for me where I was, this is literally just two years ago, I was finally able to release it. I never, I've been through a lot of shit, never cried. Um, so with that being said, as a cancer though, having some of those attributes touches big for me. And as a massage therapist, she's constantly giving people her energy. So all this, she don't always got that to give to me. And I told her when we did our desire require, at least once a week, it ain't gotta be no full massage. Just put your fingers through my hair, right? Like, you know what I mean? I was gonna say little points shit, on like, back and massage therapy. Exactly. Oh yeah. Facts. And that and it went from she realized in that moment, like, you know what? I'm not even like really giving him and of course she tired, just had a baby. I get all that, that's why I'm, I don't trip about none of it. But she realized in that moment, like I don't even really put my hands on him like that in the way I should. And since then it's gone beyond just hands in the hair at least once every two weeks. She whip out the table for me. Full blown hour, candle, music, everything. So um, communication is key and knowing what it is that you want from the other person is huge. So yeah, that's dope. I'm glad I like I like that idea of that yeah. desire and requirements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take that one on. Absolutely. So uh what's your thoughts on natural hair? Mm. Is it a go or are we uh we saying nah to that one? Um well you know my wife got got locks. Um, and I was at a point in my journey where I was all about the new yaggy and the shiny long flowy shit that's not attached to your scalp. Like that was the thing when we was kind of coming up. But as I started, facts, facts, them bundles and all that. Um, but yeah, I got to the point where you know I started to level up, and I, I was about authenticity. So I don't care if you bald as hell, like just be you. Um, but also, you know, going back to India, Ari, um, you're not your hair, you're more than that. So whether you got the new Yaki flowing or you got the locks, if your hair is right, if, if up here is right, even if you're not at that point of the journey to be like, you know what, y'all gonna take I if I got it, um, I can respect it beyond, you're not just your hair, I can respect you as an individual regardless of what you look like. So I don't really, um, for myself personally, even if my wife had, and it was a time she had perm and all that shit before I met her. Um, if I met her like that, she was still the same spirit, it wouldn't matter to me. Dope, dope. Yeah, um, I find I'm not really attracted to the weave and shit no more, bro. Like, it's just really like, uh, you know, it just, it'll take so much more for me to even want to engage in that. Um, it's like natural or not, you know what I mean? And however natural is gonna be, you know, locks, curls, you know, 
the afro, the fade. If you're lined up sharp and you got this Caesar, that shit dope. I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it fits you, as long as I don't walk in and jab you, can feel you robbing me. Shit, nigga, like, what the fuck, man? Ah, my bad, man. My bad, like. As long as it ain't like that, right. we, you know what I mean, we good, you know, you feminine with it, definitely, um, but, yeah, I just really can't, it's just not in me no more for some reason, and I don't know what it is, and, well, matter of fact, you know what I think I do know what it is, I think it's a sign mm. of mm. strength, um, it's a sign of self-confidence, to be that mad. you're going to be whatever the fuck you are, you gonna take me however I am. Yeah, to be okay. natural. I'm not gonna hide it. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of times, you know, we creative anyway as people. I'm gonna get creative with whatever right. it is I'm doing. You know, I'm a rocket regardless. Um, so that I'm going to be me 24 seven. This is a commitment. You know? that's sexy. That's yeah, that's 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 sexy. You know, that's that's power. You know, that's being who you are, being proud and standing in that. So that's attractive to me, you know, like natural, whatever it is, that's what it's going to be, you know, and hopefully I catch you in a good part of your journey, you know, depending on where you're heading, you know, you get that ugly phase, you know, I mean, I've been through it, I was, you know, you know, kind of too short to, to do nothing with right. it, too long to hide, yeah, exactly. you, know, you know, like right. hopefully, you know, <laughs> it'll work out at that phase, but you know, hopefully. The, the universe aligned and yeah. we get together at the right point, <laughs> right before, yeah. so I can rock with you doing yeah. it right after, and I catch you at the good point. Or, yeah. You know, like, like catch people at good points, like, and I hate when chicks do this one right here. This is completely off topic, but nah, let's get it. I hate when chicks used to be fat and they meet you and shit, and right. then you rock with me like, you want to see a picture when I was fat? No, I don't want to see. <laughs> <a picture. laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, like. Word, like I, I lost sixty pounds. You want to see a foot? No, no, I don't want to see that. I'm good. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you on like um, you know before I, I met my wife and all that. When I still at least looking at women in that way, um, losing that attraction for because not only is there a lack of self esteem and self worth as a black man, you know what's going on underneath that. You know, mm-hmm. it takes mm-hmm. to upkeep that. You know how I can get under that thing sometimes. Like so, it's just too much that come with that, bro. And um, the uh, can't pull it. Can't pull. That's a big thing, bro. <laughs> That's a big thing. Can't touch it. Bro, I don't definitely don't 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 even don't even go to reach. Right. Listen, they sell the weight of the shit. That's how you know it's a motherfucking whole industry. You gotta buy ounces. Mm. Not not the weight, the occasional weight thing, I'm not mad at. Like you wanna switch up 
for a day or two, for a night. I was going to mention role that. play and all that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at throwing on it because it's, you know what I mean? You're not acting like it's attached to your damn scalp. Like, that can come right over. So, I ain't mad at an occasional wig. But yeah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm, I'm all for colors. Yeah, yeah, And, exactly. and, and, and the, the little Kim. Right. Them colorful yeah, I'm wigs. That, I'm, I'm like, yo, I, I kind of like that. If yeah. you're going to throw it on, you want to throw right. some outfit together, right. and I'm cool with it. they need that change. They need that shit. Yeah. Aesthetic. So I, I do get that. But, yeah, I'm kind of beyond the weed, baby. But, yeah. yeah. No, I'm definitely for the natural. Respect, though, yeah. Nah. Rock what you got. Show you beautiful. Facts. You know, it's just like. Underneath yeah. all that. Cool. Rock what you rock. <laughs> so on this, on this segment, we're going to say. Would you rather have awards or rewards? Champagne out there, exactly. like exactly. You know, so yeah, I'm kind of beyond the. I mean, it's nice still to be appreciated, um, but I'm not bound to that no more. So yeah, definitely rewards. Rewards. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that because I need to see uh, the fruits of my labor, right? You know, so I need the, the, the rewards, right? Uh, to come back from that. I need, I need that return on my investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm putting in the time and energy, a lot of time, capital. Because um, if you grow to the 
I mean, I look at degrees as awards. Exactly. You learn very right. little, actually, but it's, you did this, yeah, so you this congratulations, you did that. Uh, you know, so those letters on the back or for the front of your name, um, they can help you look like an expert or something, help validate you. But I'm not looking for that, right. but I realize you're going to need a couple of those to get into the position for some people to Absolutely. listen to you, because otherwise they're not going to. Right. So right. I understand that, but I definitely the rewards is, you know, one or the other. And you get enough rewards, it turns into awards anyway. People still going to honor you. And before we go to the next question, case in point, um, I was just teaching in the summer school program in Newark, uh, Ironbound, and I was working with first and second graders and sixth and seventh graders. So, you know, it's, it's, it can be challenging to, re to relate meditative techniques, but I was able to do it um, to first and second graders. Mm. To the degree, like every week, we would switch a whole new class off and get two new, whole new classes. I went into one of the gym teachers' class to check on something, and they all, like 30 first graders, ran to me. Hug my leg, like they literally hugging me to the ground, screaming, "Energy, Mister Nutter!" No trophy could mm. ever compare to that feeling in that moment. Like, I mean, I felt through their little hands and hugs, I felt God hugging me and being proud of me in that moment. So, in the infamous tone that Tommy from Belly, sure he can't eat no Grammy, dog. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so. uh being that we got two 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 businessmen right here. Young black entrepreneur, shout out proud of you, RP, my brother. Mm. Yes. Black excellence. Yes. What would you say are the first steps in starting a new business? Mm. We in his establishment. Well, the very first step is making a decision that you want to start the business. Um, making a choice that that's what you want to do. Um, and then that entails multiple choices. So the type of business you want to do, um, you know, how that business is going to operate. Do you right. want to run that business? Do you want to name that business? These are all choices you have to make before you can actually start a business. Absolutely. So get it out your head, get it on paper, right. um, write all of this down, and then take the, the next step of starting your business. So actually deciding that you want to do it and this will help you not to procrastinate making Absolutely. these choices yeah. so saying you know the business is going to need this 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 and this i'm deciding this is what i want to decide this is what i want to name out decide this is what I want my business card to look like you can design have the business card designed before you even put any money exactly. into it they had to print it up so just have those things lined up and you're going to find yourself taking steps towards getting it you know officially incorporated or sometimes you can make moves on a business before you get it officially incorporated and just start you know moving it hopefully build some good. capital to get into it so you know that might come a little later it doesn't have to initially be you know the first step you do but the first step you have to do is actually decide you want to do this thing and actually decide what is this thing that you want to do once you make, make your mind decision, up once you put in you know all of the, the qualities that you know you're going to need in that business then you'll be able to take steps towards that business like with that same formula and i realized i wouldn't you know never actually find my my dream on the quote unquote because i didn't know what that was yeah, you know one day i had to make a list like okay what are the qualities right. that i want you know 
Um, and I find myself running into the, every woman has more and more, you know, of these things that I have down on this. And it's not like a, a you know, what was uh chili got to have list or whatever. It's not crazy like that. Um, but, you know, they're all character traits um, that I basically need, you know, to hold me, like I said last episode I'm a lot of man it takes a lot to hold right. I'm gonna need all this right. I've learned myself I know what I need I'm gonna need all this that's not present it's not gonna work particularly long term so it's just gonna be whatever it is um, but actually writing down what it was that I wanted you know you, now I know what it is so when I come across it I I know right. okay that's exactly. it because it's this right. I wrote it down yeah. when I was like all oh, this with it I was yeah. just kind of taking yeah. whatever you know because you might have had two of them out of a list of fucking 40 you know what mm-hmm. I mean or whatever because yeah. I just see those and particularly if it's the two that I was missing from the last one I'm soup because now like damn I got the ones I was missing right. you know but that's that 80-20 shit with that as well too you know um, that 80-20 we gonna get back yeah, to exactly you know alright I found these two that the other one didn't have but now you missing all the other shit exactly. that other one had um, but writing that down, so writing down all those points on what you want to do with your business, what type of products you sell, you know, what size uh, you're going to give, is, you know, if you're doing apparel or anything, um, you know, getting your logo together, taking those steps, you'll find it, the path unfolds for you. And at one thing will lead into another. You'll have a business that will be up running operational before you know it. So making choices, making decisions. Uh, deciding that you want to have a business is the first step to right. opening a new business. You got to see it to be. Right. And on that note, make sure to check out for that ebook. Yes, yes, yes. Um, mine would be just go. Mm. Um, that's what I kind of realized. Um, and I'm more in the space of, like, I guess, letting the universe just kind of flow while maintaining that structure, planning and uh, prioritizing. Um, but yeah, just go because a lot of times people will out of fear and out of doubt and thinking that these Fortune Five Hundreds or any type of business they look up, looked up to, look up to, excuse me, um, that they had it all figured out from gate. Pretty much every business, certain aspects, they had to figure it out along the way. And until you just put the foot on the damn gas, you're not gonna know what you even need to figure out. You're not gonna know what works, what doesn't work, um, and it's just trial by error. Most of these Fortune Five Hundreds. I remember the picture of um the Amazon. Amazon. That was yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't in a little ass room, files everywhere, banging away on that computer. He just had to just go and figure that shit out. Um, so yeah, just put your foot on the gas, man. Make it happen. And if you stay dedicated long enough, you will get to the point where people gonna be looking at you like, damn, I don't know if I could do that. Mm. So just go. Yeah. Facts. All right, all right. One last question. Do you think women are intimidated by a good man? Mm. I, I'll start that one. <laughs> I won't say intimidated. I will say they don't have practice with good men. And I, like I said, I was in a 13 year relationship um, with a beautiful woman, I mean, and we actually, um, friends now, you know, we don't talk a lot, but when we check up on each other, it's always love. Um, but while I was with her, I was given levels of love that she had never experienced. Um, didn't have a father in her life, so of course daddy issues ramping out here. 
So she never received that level of love from a man anywhere before. So when you are foreign to something, you gotta go through that trial and error period of figuring out how that works, how to receive it, how to approach it, how to analyze it. Um, and a lot of that caused damage to her and me. And I'm working with a lot of my female clients, a lot of them have experienced the same thing. Cause of course the awakening is happening right now in the age of Aquarius. Everybody thought the world was gonna blow up in 2012, but it was about the end of a period, an epoch, an era, however you wanna call it. Um, but yeah, an age, but still at this point, especially in the brown and black community, it's not, and not to just toot our own horn, it's not a lot of us out here. It's not the majority of us out here. So they wind up running into a lot of uh, brick walls um, that are calling themselves men. Um, so when they do get to somebody that's a good dude, that's out here working hard, that's intelligent, that know how to honor and respect them, a lot of times they don't know what to do with that. They don't know how to respond and react to that. And it winds up spilling out in um, very, uh, very imbalanced ways to the degree that they'll run those men off and continue to perpetuate that men ain't well, shit. A lot of them might not be ready for that. They they exactly. Like time of everybody just do them live their best life and we happen to be in the middle of a hot girl summer. Exactly. You know, so it's kinda, you know, let me give my body to any and everybody. Exactly. But what I will say and I kinda realize this and now counseling a lot of my brothers who are, you know, take they saw what I did, they taking you know, their journeys of celibacy. It was just leveling up in some way, shape or form. And I kinda went through this a little bit too. Um and I'm sure women go through the same thing. When you do start to level up the universe doesn't work abruptly. Everything is slow and gradual. So the universe is not gonna have you go 90 degrees in the direction of registry, right? And then just slam on the brakes, and then all of a sudden, you got a pristine meditation. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, ain't, it don't usually work like that. It's, that. it's gonna be a gradual shift. And with that gradual shift, as you start to level up, you're gonna have one to two to three, sometimes four or five of individuals who, are, who are maybe a mile away from what you dealt with, mm -hmm. have a, a few more of those attributes you're looking for, but you may not be ready yet. They may not be completely aligned with you, but you learn something from that experience which pushes you to the next level and the next level. So, so on and so forth, those experiences are still valid even when those women do kind of um, end up in a ballpark of an individual who is leveling up just to be able to exchange those messages. And a lot of times, from my end of the spectrum, when I was on my way to my wife and I was dealing with those um, those women who were leveled up but still didn't have what I was looking for, what I needed, I had to realize I was worth it. And I, that I, I'm not gonna continue to settle for anything less than what I've written down and what I've seen in my mind. So on both parties, there's still that message being exchanged. Because like you said, I feel like a lot of women are just not ready for what they say that they want. Okay. Well, that runs a whole other topic and I can get into that, but I believe a lot of women don't even know what they want. Exactly. Mm. They don't know themselves. Yeah. You know, they haven't sat down and wrote that list. Right. Yeah. Write that list. Figure out what it is that you actually want. I'm not going to hear somebody else say it. You think you might need it. Right. What is it that you want? Um, are women intimidated by good men? Uh, only women that would be intimidated would definitely be women who aren't ready. Uh, it's a rarity, uh, particularly 
nowadays because men are also not that we weren't before, but we everybody's kind of just doing any and everyone right uh, for right now. Right. Um, so hot boy something. Yeah, you know, actually finding someone uh, about some type of substance, and not that their sexual activity definitely you know means that they don't have right, any right. substance. Okay, but. Um, just running across somebody that actually has something or you know some type of possibility that you can build anything with them right even if it's not a marriage even if y'all you know decide to date for the rest of y'all life whatever the case may be um i think when the ones are ready they're not intimidated everybody else is right on that note Guess that's the end of this one. So I know righteously righteous, and we balance the bullshit. You show love, but brothers is hating mostly. They see me come up, they gun up, they wanna toast me. Unless it's a cup of Remy and OJ. No way, just let them bark, them dogs bite. Be prepared for lead showers and bar fights. Head cracks for your homies, minus the toss dice. Tell the waitress, need bottles, so bring them all night.